Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Hey everyone, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. Uh, I'm Don Maeda, Chase Curtis, and I are here in Wildemar. We have Alex Ray Remote from the plushly carpeted, dimly lit offices at O'Neill. And uh, of course, we have Michael Antonovich at his home in Illinois. So uh, what a weekend. Race two of the Super Motocross Series. I think... Uh, Dude, I was super pumped on this race because the, the yeah. track was so different and so fast. And I'm, yeah, it I'm, was complete curveball. I think uh, it does it seem Anton like uh, they're trying to catch everyone off guard each week. Well, this one is kind of a culmination of a lot of different things working together and against them. This is way different than the track layout that they were supposed to get, and I agree. I thought that was amazing because I've always wondered. What would it look like with 22 of the best guys at a grass track? And you got that. But uh, it rained super heavy on Monday when they showed up in Joliet to start to build. And the way that those tracks are all designed, all of the water funnels into the inside. So there's big storm drains and stuff in the middle of that grass. So they couldn't drive the heavy equipment that they needed to onto the track to make a lot of the elements that they needed. So that's why the track was kind of basic. But I think that that made it even better because... Dude, we've been talking for years. 450s are just so much power in those little 49 to 52 second stadiums. We got to see them wide open and rubbed out on this one, and it was amazing. This was like one of the coolest races I've ever been to. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. say, I, I think this is probably so far, we saw the Coliseum, but this was probably my favorite race to watch this year. Honestly, the the racing was good. I think it was actually better than what I expected on that that simple of a track. But it was cool just in the fact that it was different, and I had, like, family over Saturday, and usually racing's on, and I'm typing, and they're like, all right, let's go outside and do something. <laughs> but they were actually like, what's what's going on on the TV? Is that a NASCAR track? Why are they on grass? Like, everyone was intrigued. So I think it's it's exciting, too. I don't know if, if we'll be fortunate enough to do something like this in the future, but it definitely grabbed some eyeballs. Yeah. Dude, the, yeah. Ru- the ruts I- in the corners were just yeah awesome yeah like the, yeah. the 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 corner the right hand corner where joe smashed his chin that that turn was insane like the ruts were everywhere and they crisscrossed and great. yeah yeah and I, I like i think i think it threw the guys more for a loop uh this weekend i talked to a few of the riders that race and you know they were like dude like it was a full-on outdoor dino never wears a chest protector and he wore one this weekend um <laughs> He said Roost was, you know, pretty much comparable to, to a race like Washugo, right? Because you're going 100 miles an hour, it seems like, down <laughs> these long straightaways. And and like Anton said that, you know, they, I guess, had anticipated more rhythm sections. But with, you know, with the rain and everything, they had to just do straightaways, something like that. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean, imagine if we did have uh, rhythm sections on this track. that We would have had two and a half minute lap times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you know I mean? like it would have been awesome. So another thing about that dirt and why Dino would want to wear a chest protector, if you look at where the 
lanes and all that dirt was built in on the front straightaway by the fans. It's just real normal, you know, Midwest hard pack clay. It gets kind of crumbly. That stuff is like, that's hard pack clay. That's that. The grass underneath there, it's this super black, like it's almost like gumbo dirt. And when it has, um, it's really good dirt track racing. I mean, that's what all the farm fields around my house are. This track, like literally as if you walked out to the end of my street and just put a NASCAR track there. That was what was cool about it. Uh, but that black dirt is so thick. And when it's coming off the back of those rear tires, oh, dude, it's brutal roost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people, I think, were, were just just thrown off again. Like, do we go outdoor? Do we go supercross? Um, you know, a lot of guys talked about how they missed the mark. Uh, I don't know. I, I liked it. You know, I, I like how you have, you know, you have like a, like a hybrid at the first round, right? You, you know, supercrossy rhythm section. And then, you know, you have some outdoor sections. And then the second round, it seems like it's more of a longer lap time outdoor section. And then you finish off in the finale in a freaking badass stadium that's going to be a little bit more super crossy from what we're hearing. So, like, I don't know. I, I think it's it, – it didn't – I guess they didn't plan for it to be this way, but I think it's it's working out in the benefit, honestly. You know what's crazy about it is the speeds, the roughness, and the ruts of this one would have been better as a daytime show like round yeah. one. Because, yeah. dude, going that fast that night – dude. Uh, I'd scare, yeah, man. and that that far yeah. back left corner looked dark on TV. Oh, it was yeah. pitch black. It was pitch black over there. Yeah, and a lot of people, a lot of people were having issues uh, with vision. I, uh, from what I heard, you know what I mean. It was a darker, darker dirt. I got more of a, like a Daytona vibe from it. You know what I mean, like uh, just from the shadows and the darkness and stuff like that. It looked like it was hard to see. Yeah, I don't know. Was it hard to shoot, Michael? There's uh i mean it was dark you know so i mean you just cranked the iso up but it wasn't any really it didn't seem any darker than like daytona does mm-hmm. except then that one corner like chase said when they went down by the campers i mean that was pitch black dude you know i'm watching the race right now uh but you know what was so cool to shoot about it is they were just wide open like they and you just had these perfectly straight sight lines it was like shooting an outdoor national but none of the banners and all that there (laughs) and then because it's all black in the background like you have just this complete jet black in some spots where you have the the stadium stands that are there it was a lot of fun to shoot um and even with the lighting being a little bit different like that lighting company that comes in to do it musco uh they're really really good and that's another element that, like, I'm excited when we do a night race at a speedway because they make some pretty bitchin' lights and angles out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole aspect of them actually being able to use the the racetrack was pretty sick, too. Like, go up it and all that. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm sure that other people have heard this and everything. Um, that track has been just sitting there for the last four years. Uh, yeah. They didn't have any races at it in 2020 when they had a couple things on the docket. And then they did have a Supercross race there in twenty twenty or in two thousand on the drag strip that's like a mile away from there. Um, and I actually rewatched that last night. That was MC winning his uh, seventh Supercross championship. So like they have a good turnout and everything. It is so big; it's like a hundred thousand seats that are there. So it's never going to look full. Uh, and even with a little bit of the rain that fell on Saturday morning, it was a perfect day, dude. It was like 75 degrees. It's like crisp autumn starting to set in here. Mm-hmm. The people that showed up for that race are the core like Midwest Moto fans from Iowa, Wisconsin, Minneapolis area. Like they came from all over and they filled it out. So it was a very good turnout for how big that place was. Yeah. yeah. 
We really did luck out with weather too. I was getting nervous in time qualifying when laps were <laughs> like three, four seconds slower and it was starting to rain in that second one. But it seemed like it was just the right amount of rain almost. Mm-hmm. Hey, Michael, when uh, guys were riding practice on Friday, um, obviously that's when they first got their first taste of the high speeds and you know the rutted corners and everything. Did you see anyone scrambling to change stuff radically? or I mean, did they change gearing even because it was so fast? Um, a lot of people came in expecting like a full moto setup. And so they were just working off of that. Uh, but then it was just the back and forth of like, uh, okay, am I going to put on supercross stuff now? Do we go stiffer? Do we go this? I didn't really hear a lot of people saying that they needed more power, but everybody that I had talked to said that they were coming in with just full outdoor setups, period. You know, I don't think that they needed like the real low end snap on all of that. What has surprised me most about this, and we brought it up last week on the rules, is that teams can have two bikes. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I am surprised by now that more teams haven't had like a full motorbike setup and then a full supercross bike setup and then just try those. Because I'm sure on Friday you could do whatever. It seems pretty loose. Uh, I'm surprised that more teams haven't made use of that uh, and instead have just been taking bikes apart. Because if you walk through the pits on Friday and Saturday, there were front ends apart. There were tri- uh, triple clamps being changed <laughs> out. It was everything. Like, it was the full docket. Uh, a lot of guys did switch to their outdoor stuff, though, like Hayden, Justin Cooper, Aaron Plessinger. Uh, Dylan Fernandez had some more stock-looking KYV stuff on there. Like, yeah, it was it was an outdoor setup day for sure. Wow. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> so L.A. is supposed to be more supercrossy. Yeah. That's what everyone is expecting, right? But, like, given the confines of the stadium and everything, could they make it more motocrossy? They probably can't, right? Yeah, I don't know. There's there's only so much room in that stadium. Yeah, but I think the Coliseum's a bigger one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. it's not. I, I think it's not now. as big as a as what yeah, we just yeah, saw, yeah, right? For sure. The Coliseum, I've, the 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 peristyle, though, is gonna be sick. <laughs> gonna be narrow, dude. It's almost. It's gonna be like racing in a shoebox after this past weekend, right? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm actually. Um, I have my practice bike here. That's it's it's sort of collected dust, right? You know, like the the wood tires are flat. I don't know. It's got cobwebs all over it. And then, um, you know, I got a text from Justin Starling. He's like, "Yeah, man, I wish I could race. You know, I just don't have a bike out there, and it's a long haul from Florida, and you know all this stuff." I was like, "Dude, my bike's just sitting here. You know, maybe you can maybe you can ride it." So, uh, yeah, he's gonna race my my practice bike this this weekend. Mm. Oh wow! Heck yeah! Is yeah. he bringing his own clutch plates? Uh, yeah, <laughs> he he's already he's he's bringing some parts from home. Uh, he's got he's got Moto Whips. Uh, I guess who's in uh, Moore Park, like ten minutes from my house. Uh-huh. Uh, he picked it up yesterday, and he's going to go completely through it and grease all the bearings and all that stuff, which it, it probably needs it. But uh, but yeah, he's Blue Crew this weekend. Is he going to be an O'Neill too then? Uh no, I think uh, he'll still be an yeah, FXR, but FXR, but yeah. I mean, you should you make know, him run uh, yeah, O'Neill we'll logos to, on the shroud. Uh, he has my name on the shroud, so that that helps. <laughs> yeah, Altrey.co. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, but so it, it's just cool to see that some of the, some of these privateers are, are doing everything that they can, you know, to to get to some of these races. It's weird that some of them decided to stay home, but uh, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of money up for grabs, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so the obviously the big talking point this weekend is the uh, the Jet Lawrence Ken Roxon 
was it the next to last lap penultimate lap yeah wave by yeah um you know it's funny is i i didn't know there was gonna be such a a stink about it but like kenny posted something on on instagram twitter i think well i i comment on his instagram oh. so i i just really oh, you're a bad dude and then you know closed my phone and i was at glen helen racing i came back and there's like all these like notifications like all these people replied to me and there's this big debate like people calling him a baby and and then i like went to jets thing and i went on his most recent post and there's comments on jets like ah, oh, you just couldn't hang with that pace and you moved over because you couldn't handle the pressure yeah i mean dude fans are so aggro like, yeah that's just what we have to come to expect with our fan base unfortunately yeah but what was the vibe at the race like michael like we're were you guys as confused as we were? A hundred percent. Okay, so first moto, like I'm rewatching the first moto now and watching Jet ride the way that he did, like he was flying. Um, he was pushing pretty much the whole way. Even when they hit the rollers, hit the double, and then they jumped back into that first turn section, he was hitting that little hump on the inside and sending it as far as anybody was all the way to the last lap. And I was like, dude, you have the lead, like... He's still pushing. I did not think that this was like a crazy faster pace in the second moto. It was a great race. It was a great battle. You know, Chase got right there. Kenny was the added element to make it happen. But in watching it, standing by the track, I didn't think that this was like some unbelievable, oh my God, how are they going to do this for 20 minutes deal? Like, mm -hmm. no way. So then five minutes to go, I'm starting to walk towards the finish line. There's a big screen there so I can watch it. And, like, you can see Ken is reeling him in. The, the ebb and flow is going back there. And then all of a sudden, the lead changes. And everybody's just like, whoa, what was that? And uh, then they pop it up again. And then you see the wave by. And I was just like, oh, what, what was that? You know, like, okay, is he waving him by now to, like, set this awesome, like, two laps up? Or what's going to happen? Like, is he going to go tit for tat? Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then he never, like, reeled that gap back in. So I was like, okay, well, that's odd. And, like, no biggie or whatever. And he had the overall one. So Ken wins, comes over. You know, Ken celebrates by the finish line. They're by the podium. And then Jet walks over, talks to Ken, and they're laughing and hugging. And everybody's happy. So there was no animosity at that point 45 seconds after the race was over right mm -hmm. and then they get on the podium and then i hear will interviewing jet and i can see her laughing but i can only hear like every fifth word because the speakers aren't working yeah. so i didn't hear what he said as to why like oh this is why i let him go or this this and this but i did hear the baby present part i'm like okay <laughs> and then in the press conference no one asked ken about that but i couldn't hear it because i wasn't in the press conference and then they asked Jet for his explanation, and he said, you know, I was trying to do the math and this, this, and this. Everybody's got a different thing as to, like, oh, this was this, and this is why, and this is why he did that. God, I, I don't know why, but at at the moment, and when everybody was standing there talking, and I was 15 feet away, there was no, like, I can't believe you just gave me that win, no animosity, no nothing. So, yeah, it's been very odd to see how this, like, has played out over the last 48 hours now. And like who did what and why and everything like that. Um, yeah, it's been it's been interesting. I don't I don't know what to make of it really. Yeah, I don't know on TV. You know, they're like, oh, something must be wrong with this bike. Yeah, they've Waved been like, he's waving to his mechanic too. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It, yeah. Ultimately, it didn't make a difference, right? Kenny no. would have been second. No, 
second die anyway. So, like, does this spark uh, the the anticipated animosity between Jet and Chase that has never come all year, supposedly? But you know, is, or is that all? You know, but like that's that's where my mind was at on this one too. Because regardless of what happens this weekend, it's winner take all. You have to beat the other guy to win this championship. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's two points between them. And then now you have Ken as the X factor in it because he has a mathematical shot. Kenny could come out and win that thing too and just show everybody, hey, I I really can win. You don't got to give me anything. I am going to win. So this weekend, uh, as all of that was happening in the second moto, I was already getting excited for LA because, (laughs) dude, dude, this this really, I mean, this is it. This is, you want to be as heads up as it can be, Chase versus Jet on the Honda one last time. It'll never happen again. Let's really see what, and with a million dollars on the line and all this, like, yeah, take the, the gloves and off the, and let's see what goes on. And the second or third overall for Chase versus Kenny, it, it, with triple points, it doesn't really matter. No. Like all this points thing, it doesn't really matter. It's like who wins the last race. You yeah. just got to win. Yep. It, yeah. it, it is going to be hashtag send it Saturday yeah. in LA. Yeah. For sure. Especially oh, after yeah, the race. Yeah. And can you imagine? Oh, yeah. can you imagine the intensity with which Roxon is training and testing and practicing this week? <laughs> he's gonna come so gnarly on saturday <laughs> oh and, and dad yeah. here papa's here too so you know that they're really gonna be grinding it out yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i mean like a lot of us seen like the tweet that, that kenny had um like uh during outdoors i guess it was like bud's creek right you know it's talking about you know everyone's all up on jet you know and all this stuff and people acting like they've never seen this before blah 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 and then and then everything was all good but then i feel like it all set in and he started to really think about it and everything and then now like all the social media stuff and i think i think it definitely like you guys said he's motivated as hell to freaking prove a point this weekend that he is he wants he wants to beat this guy right like i don't know and then and then you have chase too who's more comfortable i guess on his supergrass bike i don't know if it goes back to that that gusset that's on the frame or, you know, like his supercross frame versus his outdoors frame, him liking it better in supercross. I don't know, but he's just more comfortable on the supercross track. Right. So like you throw that in there, you have three freaking hungry dudes to definitely win this last race. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going, I'm excited. LA Coliseum, baby. <laughs> what, uh, I mean, what do you guys think? watching that battle in the second moto you know like so many times this year outdoors you've seen jet and someone is like on his ass and just goes oh i'll turn it up yeah it looked like he was trying pretty hard the whole time i thought yeah i would agree and it's it's i'm i just don't know how to even comment on this whole situation because that first moto like anton was saying he was that might have been one of the the largest gaps he's put on second place that we've seen in yeah. the class, right? Oh, and I'll tell you what, like, on all of this one, there was, a, like, again, people are going to hear this and get it disrespectful and Chase, like, sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. That one almost felt like a statement ride of, totally. like, oh, you were going to, you were going to give him his home race win yeah. after last week? Oh, no, no, watch me, watch me do what I just did all summer because I yeah. can still do it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And so how do you go from that to handing the lead over in an hour? That's just so weird to me. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm in like, look, I, there's going to be so many conspiracy theory things out there and a million things. And like, cause Chase, you just said it. 
But, dude, what if this is, like, lighting the fuse of this awesome, just, like, oh, it's on now. This is the rivalries that we've been waiting for years for. This is the, like, everybody's good. Everybody knows how, like, against each other they are. But now it's really going to get into the technical aspect of, like, who's mentally confident, who's mentally stronger, who can play the game, who can this, who can that. Because, dude, you're... I really have a hard time erasing any of that doubt from my mind that this is all like, oh no, you guys ready? Like, I've I've had fun all summer, but if you guys want to take it up a notch, like we can all play some games. <laughs> yeah. Because Cooper was messing with Jet a week ago, you know, in a fun way, but like they can all talk some shit. And yeah. I think it's kind of coming. I do think it's coming. Yeah, let's get the top three with Cooper Webb's mindset. That'll be sick for this season. <laughs> <laughs> And then have Eli just like stone grill yeah. everybody. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yikes. Dude, it was so gnarly. That 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 was my favorite race to watch all year. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like how crazy that I mean, I don't know. I thought the passing was good. I heard a couple say people say the passing wasn't uh, great, but I thought it was I just liked Yeah, I mean there there was passing. I just liked the diversity like in lines right like i like yeah. how the guys were it, it was almost like watching stefan roncata and james in 2004 at, at hangtown right they were going outside the inside inside the outside yeah. they were just trying to be creative to close in the gap because it was harder for them to close the gap like i i i understand like um it was tough tough to pass but i think it was just cool to see people getting creative and taking different lines. There wasn't as much passing, I don't think, as as I would have liked. But, I mean, hey, like, it's it's so hard to make, like, a great, great, perfect track every single weekend whenever we have 30-something races a year, you know? Um, I I think that, that uh, yeah, it was, it was just, it was tough to pass, but there was places to pass once you got close to someone. It just, it was hard to make it stick, it seemed like. Yeah. Well, and speeds were so high. The pace is identical. It's literally fractions of a second for all of these guys too. Like I read the free practice times off for the 450 class on the news break, and the top seven guys are within a second of each other. And Barsha and Sexton, it's literally like point zero zero one of a difference. That's it's nuts, you know. And then on a trap like this, if there is no passing spot, you do have to just pressure the guy into making one mistake and then capitalizing on it. Then. It's crazy, right? Like you see those gaps that are that close in, in a sport like NASCAR, you know, or, or something like that, like F1 maybe. But like, it's crazy how in our sport we have such close in like, I don't know, like just like the margins in time, right? Like with all of the, the obstacles that we have, the ruts, the way the track changes, yeah. all of that. It's so crazy how we have such close timing. I mean, dude, think about Justin Barsha and Chase Sexton's two completely different riding styles, and it's point zero zero one. Like, yeah. you could not find two different guys to go. If you had the data to overlay on that, Barsha's probably going 55 feet longer a lap just by going outside lines, and yeah. you just bring it in. It's nuts. Yeah, that's. I think that is, like, one of the coolest things about these tracks is now we really do see how even everybody is, even in the 250 class. I mean, it's tight between all of these kids and it just comes down to getting a start and having 20 mistake three minutes mm-hmm. you know what i was when i first saw the track i was like oh what's gonna be the crazy you know because i could at round one we had that split start mm-hmm. then you had the choose or lose line i was like what's gonna be the crazy element here 
And I was like, oh, this is lame. It's all normal. But then I'm all, wait, look how fast this track is. Yeah. I mean, they didn't need anything like that. I really liked that that line where they could rail the outside like Joe was doing and then doubling into mm. that corner, that next tight right. That was sick. Is uh, I haven't looked at the LA map yet. Is there anything? I haven't looked at it kooky? either, honestly. Just how elevated like all that sand stuff is to get into the parasile. That's like really the only thing that I see where that catches my eye. Everything else seems pretty standard. Like it, it's going to, again, feel really, really tight after this track. Yeah. I can't wait to talk to Larry Brooks about flying down the peristyle with no bike. <laughs> Do any of you guys remember that? It was always at the start of like NBC wild, wide world of sports. It was, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was, I don't know if it was a supercross or it might've been one of those Mickey Thompson ultra crosses, but Larry Brooks was jumping back into the stadium down the peristyle and he clipped a hay bale or something and flew off his bike backwards. No bike down the peristyle. This is a highlight reel for sure. Oof. But, um, so four fifties other than, you know, dude, AP had to be the fastest guy in the first race. Oh, dude, he was really. I haven't looked at lap times, but he was flying. Mm. He was one. He was one guy that made like. They said. What's that? I think they said he had. I think they said he had like three or four of the fastest lap times in that first moto. Dude, yeah, he was. He made the track seem like there was a lot of passing opportunities. And then, uh, friend, a struggle. Mm, Uh, He wasn't last. It's funny because I was watching the race, and all I was doing was paying attention to top three yeah and and the rest of it didn't seem to uh catch my i mean barsha went fast he led for or dude phil philip dude yeah philip <laughs> that was awesome <laughs> yeah 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 he was ripping so i said sick. it in our how was your weekend but it was him barsha uh marchbanks and just going for it just dueled to the death and everybody is just on the rev limiter over every single job. Just yeah. da, 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 it was great. Every time I saw him and Barsha within a couple uh, hundreds of a second, I just was rubbing my hands together. I could just picture both of them like off bikes, just throwing helmets at each other or something. Hmm. <laughs> when he when he led the first lap of that 250 moto, and they go flying by the crowd and the rollers, <laughs> and his front end is just glowing green because yeah. the front. Plastic was all holographic. I was like, yes, this is tight. <laughs> Dude, I love that light. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I think cool. it's cool. And I wonder if uh, the riders have to be able to see it while they're riding. Yeah, it has right? to, especially at a dark dark track like last weekend. Yeah. yeah. But it's funny because uh, at first glance from far away, it makes every bike look like a Cowie. It does. I was yeah. like, oh, Anderson's leading. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's the green lights. Yeah. Yeah. How much shit yeah, do you I don't think... Know, how much shit do you think Phil talked to Cooper, Alex? After the oh, one hundred percent. It's still it's still going. It's still going today. Like it's Monday, and the the group chat's still firing off. I, I would assume, right? Like it's just, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it's 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 probably bad. Yeah. So my about Webb. Um, I talked to some people that were that seemed to think he he really kind of went straight into Supercross on that new bike. And I imagine he was on motocross suspension and settings for this race. I just feel like he didn't he doesn't have a lot of time on that bike on outdoors, too. Well, he said he started on bone stock bike riding outdoors. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, before hmm. he started modifying stuff. Hmm, okay. 
Yeah, I thought uh, I thought I, I had mean, heard his first day was like on Supercross. But let me go back and look at his bike from last week because uh, by the end of the weekend he was running the X Trig split uh, clamps, and I think he had started on the neck and ones, but I need to double check. Hmm. Oh, how about his? He posted on Instagram. I think it was something like, "I'm gonna have some humble pie." Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know, dude. He's gonna be gnarly when he gets used to the bike. I think he'll be better this week too. Oh no, he had the extras. Yeah. Hmm. Alex, are you are you fulfilling orders right now? I hear some mouse clicking. Oh yeah, sorry about that. Alex, were you at the sand show yesterday? Because I saw racks of Prodigy and O'Neill helmets and stuff being slung. (laughs) No, no. Where where were you? At the the like sand show. I thought it was a truck show, but there was a lot of dirt bike gear being. No, I wasn't there. That was what Huntington, right? Yeah. Like, like custom Mesa. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. Like everyone's sort of getting ready for, um, like glamorous and everything. Like, so that's, that's getting pushed heavy. Our outside sales rep, uh, John was there, but we weren't, no, what? I was, I was at home. What's your helmet called? Cause people were grabbing those like crazy dude. Uh, depends on which one you, depends on which one, uh, it's Matt you're referring Blue. to. Matt Blue. Oh yes. That is our one series helmet. Yep. Dude, mm. Alex called me on Saturday. That, hey, that one series, that one series blue helmet. Yeah. It's part of the A-Ray deal that we have going on for our dealers. <laughs> yep. $30 helmet? No, no, Dude. man. It's a, uh, it's a uh, A-Ray. It's part of the A-Ray deal, bro. It's a good helmet. Alex calls me Saturday to talk about. The gear, the, the gear that he's wearing in the shootout, and he's saying he's gonna wear his. O'Neal. Oh, Alex is in the shootout. Yeah, he's oh. gonna wear O'Neill helmet. I go, but you're an HJC athlete. He goes, that's that door of my career is done. I'm not sponsored. Wow. But dude, you should have heard the lines in the in the rebuttals to anything I had mm. just flowing off his tongue. He's full sales guy now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, our, I, I believe in our helmets, and they're freaking good. You know, our, our, dude, I mean, <laughs> hey, we have we have a ten ten series. We have a ten series Prodigy helmet. It's a full carbon shell. You know, it's got great EPS, all that stuff. Like, it's it's a high end helmet, and I I believe in it. You know what I mean? What gear anyway, are you wearing in the shootout? Oh, I'm going to be wearing the black and red hardware. No, that's on Sunday. Wore. That's on Sunday. No, wait. Okay, so I don't know what I'm wearing for the for the shootout yet, but I just ordered my gear for what we have going on Sunday uh, after LA Coliseum. I haven't gotten that far yet for the for the shootout. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But I will be in a ten series. I uh, think for the shootout, O'Neal, you O'Neal should wear the uh, the uh, the Creep Show cartoon gear. Yeah, he should. I mean, that's the best seller. The best seller. The rancid. Oh yeah, the rancid. Or do you have a uh, do you have like a military inspired gear this year? uh it's we, we still have our yeah we have our our camo uh mayhem stuff and then we also have like our squadron stuff but uh i could uh i could definitely wear wear something you know okay all right with that we're going to take a break to hear from our sponsors SV inventions supports the sport of motocross with innovative products like the original unbreakable folding lever on the fly adjustable clutch purchases rotator front brake clamps y-handle tools and more ASV is also a distributor of products like ODI Grips and the innovative Gate King Tailgate Adjuster. They're also a proud sponsor of the Swap Motor Race Series and their trackside at each and every event. Their amateur racer support program is open year-round and you can apply for support 
at hookit.com. Learn more about ASV products at asvinventions.com. Did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge hubs, as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels, and the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA and get a nice little discount too. Check them out at WUSA.com. Hey, what's up guys? It's Malcolm Stewart here. I ride for the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna, and I've been training harder than ever, and I've been using Guiltless Food Company for my performance on my motorcycle. And it's been doing a phenomenal job. I've been with these guys for the last four years, and I get meals every week, and it's just easy for, for me to come in on a hard day's riding, throw it in the microwave, and my meals are ready to go, and it's fit, ready meals provided for me. You can sign up online and by using guiltlessfoodco.com or go to their local Temecula store and get your meals in person. Set yourself up for an easy win by going to Guiltless Food Co. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is 9 times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike, I spend plenty of time cross-training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross-country bike to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes or even the amazing Taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. X-Brand Goggles was launched in 2008 and over the past two decades they've earned a reputation as one of the elite eyewear choices in our sport. The newest offering, the Lucid Goggle, features an XDO injection molded lens for exceptional optical clarity, as well as superior protection against the massive roost that modern-day four-stroke bikes throw. At Swap Moto Live, we love the Lucid Goggle for its huge field of vision. Check them out at xbrand.com. That's eksbrand.com. Everyone, welcome back to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. Um, guys, before we jump into our, our second half of the show, uh, we had... Uh, Round three of the Dirt Bike Kids AMS Oil Swap Motor Race Series Triple Crown yesterday at Glen Helen. And uh, we had a rider in the 40 novice class named Casey Music. Uh, went down hard on the the hip jump and uh, suffered some really serious injuries. Uh, he's in critical condition. 
Uh, I've heard different reports. I've gotten reports that he passed. I've got reports that he's well. Um, one guy just messaged me and said he's still fighting. So uh like to extend our deepest uh, thoughts and best wishes and vibes and prayers for uh, Casey Music. So if you're a praying person, maybe lift the guy up in some prayers today because he could certainly use it. It's always sad to uh, see one of our friends and fellow competitors crash and, uh, you know, suffer the worst from the sport that we all love. So I definitely feel uh, blessed to be here this Monday, you know, as I do every Monday after riding my dirt bike, especially at Glen Helen. Yeah. <laughs> Thoughts but, and prayers. Uh, anyhow, uh, 250s. Any word on what happened to Joe's bike? He's so tight-lipped. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty tight-lipped. It, 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 I, I asked him how was your week, and I'm like, look, I can't really put you on the spot. It was definitely something It looked like the engine. He said that it happened a couple times, too, so I don't know if it wasn't shifting right or, or what, because uh, he said he knew he could ride it home those last few minutes, but that it had, it had done what it did a few times, and mm. he was just like, I got to play it safe. Yeah. Well... What's the point spread? It's, I'm sure triple points. It's. it's I, I think it's. I. That's the one gripe I have with this is I feel like. Why well, even have the first two? Just line up one. for the third race. Yes. <laughs> triple points. No, but yeah, it has to be pretty close. I don't know, dude. I was. I was like throwing my arms. <sighs> I had Sam and Meg watching too because you know they're into Joe. And uh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm stoked that he's nursed at home. Yeah, and and finished. But uh, was his uh was his face bleeding, Anton? They were saying something about yeah, bust his face. Yeah, hard. yeah. He had two little uh, band aids on his chin, like on the right side. When we did, how was your weekend? From when he uh got a little whiskey throttle, I guess, and hit his bars uh, in the first moto. Dude, no, I thought was that it was. A second was the second moto. No, it's first moto. For, when he dove first in moto, the corner okay. real hard, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 He hit yeah. his face on the bars real hard, dude. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, good thing uh, he doesn't ride like me with his tongue out. That would have sucked. Get <laughs> <laughs> the tip off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, so point spread going into next week, it's eighty nine for Hunter, eighty six for Joe, eighty two for Hayden, and then sixty three for Levi Kitchen. So, oh, three man fight there. Yeah, triple points. 75. Oh, wow. So if it's yeah, 75 yeah. to win, what's second? 70? Uh, wait. 66. Oh, wow. Jeez. Big, yeah. big. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, <laughs> that's a big gap. Wow. That, so that could swing. Like, it's pretty much like a w- must win. Yeah, first or last. Right? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's send it Saturday, I'm telling you. Joe's going to come with, like, kamikaze headband. Yeah. Michael Essie's showing up, too, I heard. No, I'm just kidding. That'd be sick. He was at Glen Hill on <laughs> He's a on a two-stroke right now, yeah. On a 125. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Is he? Uh, that's so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, okay, I didn't watch the vlog to see the, the announcement, but, like, how bad is Forkner's knee? Is the, I don't, uh, it, is the knee that he had fixed? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's not bad. It, it's not bad. It's not bad. They said that it, he dabbed it and like it's been aggravated and sore and everything. And then if he did it again, he'd be back to square one. So just go ahead and take some time off. Yeah, yeah I, guess, I guess it swelled up and he's been getting it drained, uh, stuff like that. So, yeah. 
Dude, yeah, because he came back from that ACL so so fast. Yep. Gnarly. And he's posted his brand new specialized demo downhill bike for sale. Never been ridden. Yeah, I thought he was supposed to get a Whistler, so I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, size S3 demo. Hit him up. Slide into his DMs. Yeah. Um, And then Carson. Yeah, he's just, he's, uh, I think some of this stuff's coming maybe from the team. But yeah, Carson, obviously he, we heard he was sick last week. Uh, I think he maybe was still healing a little bit, but he said he's all good. I texted him a little bit. Was he even there? No. No. He's not going to this week either, it sounds like. Oh, because did what did Pro Motocross post? Someone I read in a post from I think Pro Motor Super Motocross that said Forkner out, replacement rider in. Carson. Oh. Uh um, no, that might have been No, because yeah, they said on Friday that they were both out because Carson no. leaving opened up a gate in the L C Q too, like another spot to go into the night show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. Wow. And then what do you how do you guys feel about the Ansty thing? That one was weird to me. Pull out to concentrate on Yeah. I don't know. I mean they're they're a pretty supercross focused team, you know? So and these are pretty outdoor races, so it seems like hey, we're we don't have what we need, so let's go ahead and focus on what we do have. Yeah. You know, know what I mean? Like they haven't done any kind of, even for Dean stuff, I think like Dean being on a 450 is another whole thing. But Dean's like, dude, we've only been riding Supercross. Thank you. We were coming to some Supercross races. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor Dean. <laughs> okay. So it was Hunter, Joe. Yep. Who's third? Hayden. Deegan. Deegan. Yeah. How did, uh, I thought, did he look good? Uh, I thought he was going to uh, win the first one. I thought he was going to win the first one. Yeah, and then just like he whipped the crowd into a frenzy, man. Everywhere that kid goes, they go nuts. He signed, dude, he signed so many autographs on Saturday. They had everybody parked in the NASCAR garages, and it was just mayhem around the star tent. Yeah. I think the issue that first moto is he didn't have his chest protector on the outside for some reason. Well, <laughs> he, <better> have, <laughs> he put he, it under he, some reason. I don't know why he switches it up so often. He better have that thing on the outside with some spikes on it this weekend. <laughs> yeah, like right? God, dude, dude, that would be so sick. He better fucking <laughs> ghost ride it if he wins. <laughs> so did Brian get fined when that happened? Yeah, he got fined, and yeah, uh, Kenny Watson paid the fine. Why did he get fined? For ghost riding his bike and in, in danger, doing something dangerous. Or something. Oh, reckless driving. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, when he okay. <clears throat> Here's a little bit of trivia for you guys. I was because I was thinking about Deegan doing that. Do you remember what his number was and what he was wearing? Like gear brand wise? Yeah. yeah he was my in, guy uh, was in freaking O'Neill. Yellow O'Neill gear. That's no, what he was in. No. It was brown. Oh, Axel? It was O'Neill, but it was like. Oh, I was brown looking I was something. looking it up on freaking Google right now. I was about to look it up. <laughs> I thought he was in O'Neill. I didn't know because he was Brian like was he O'Neil was Moto Triple X. Yeah, no, time. he was in O'Neill. But I don't think it was yellow. It was like brown. It was like brown, black, and white. Yeah. 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 I didn't even know he was an O'Neill guy. Yeah. All of Moto Triple X was. And he was number 28. 28? Yeah. Hmm. That was sick. That's pretty sick. I'm looking up the image right now. I got a computer in front of me. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dude, what's up with these black and white photos? Was it that long ago? It was. Come on. Black and white Holy covers. Crap. What year was this? 
Fall. Uh, it was in the 90s. No, it was before 98. It was like 96. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah. Was hey, it the Jersey same year? Untucked. Was it the same year? I think it was. that He he raced Washugo and his bike was glitter. Glitter? With all the glue? Yeah, yeah they covered oh the gosh. whole bike yeah, with glue and put glitter too. on it. Was that a Moto Triple X thing or yeah. him? It was, oh, 90, it was yeah. 97. It was 97. I think Swinks and... was uh, silver glitter. And Deegan's was gold glitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was it was like a it was like a brown and purple kit. Yeah. What? It, yeah. And the yeah. Uh, the other version of that weird swirly kit was like teal or not teal but like aqua blue, like the greenish blue. With brown? Yeah, it was yeah. yeah. It was I a, think I remember that kit actually. It was a dark time for O'Neill. I remember seeing photos of that kit somewhere yeah. uh, there was never a dark time for o'neill no, the, the out, ride okay? was not as so, enjoyable back then it is as it is now also i'll be i will be what do, you, what do you mean we got a we had we had a guy ghost riding his bike at the la coliseum what do you mean it was nobody was enjoying the ride dude do you guys have an hr good. department a what an hr yeah. department because i got a death threat the other night that i'd like to a death threat yeah for what in the group chat Oh yeah! I will kill you. <laughs> oh god! Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, the group chat is off record. Okay. The group chat's off record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did I look like I was picking up trash on Sunday during practice? <laughs> uh, what, was, what was the comment? Oh, what was? It? Oh, it was about the that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, back to All right, yeah. Our group, our group chat, our group chat, and what we say outside of this podcast is off record. Okay. Don, okay, Chase, <laughs> guys. All right, <laughs> so uh, uh, Levi Kitchen's been super fast here and there. It wasn't like uh, maybe I was just not paying enough attention, but I feel like I didn't see him once on TV. At yeah, least, yeah, like but at round one, he was amazing. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I seen him in the back. Um, I'm not sure if he got caught up in because that first turn pileup. It had uh, shoot, it had Jay Coop, it had um, Ryder D, and then maybe he got caught up in that. I don't remember. Um, Jay Coop looked a little yeah, slow he, to get up too. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. a little disappointed to see Jay Coop go from first to what six or something. Yeah, it has been great. Yeah, I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if that was something that was from that first turn crash. I mean, he definitely rebounded and got a good start, but it, it, he just worked his way backwards, which was sort of um, was a bummer there. Mm-hmm. How about how about Vial? Dude, these races have gone so well for him, aside from the broken shifter. Mm-hmm. Like, And uh, they even mentioned on the broadcast – which is funny because it's kind of something that ran through my mind when I first saw the track on Saturday. It was like, this looks like something they would totally build for them to all race on the MXGP circuit. Dude, 100% it does. I was like, yeah, especially at the Charlotte one. I was like, dude, you look at this red dirt and just tell me we're not in like Indonesia right now. (laughs) (laughs) They've definitely tried. They've definitely seen like an empty shopping mall parking lot and been like, you know what would be tight here? A GP track. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the only thing we need next is freaking Assen, like in the middle of L.A., or not L.A., but like uh, Anaheim Stadium. That would be <laughs> sick, right? Mm-hmm. You know how they just bring in a bunch of sand and have like a beach race inside a stadium? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Um, <clears throat> what else? Um, Jordan Smith was dude, really good I mean, for a little bit, but I think he had an issue. He went down, I think. Where is he going next year? He's got another year. 
Does he? In yeah. there. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, Swole. Look at the points. Swole had a big one, standings. I think. Uh, Posty got it, I believe. Um, but yeah, he had a, he had a pretty gnarly crash. It looked like I think the second moto. Dude, yeah. You know what I'm excited for? Seeing guys on new bikes like right after. Same. Like, cause yeah. we're probably gonna see. There's guys, gonna be a lot of guys on different different bikes. We're gonna see guys on new bikes probably on outdoors first. So like Fox Raceway will be good. Glen Helen will be good. Yeah, but like you think. I mean, Sexton KTM news will probably drop on the second of October, right? Yeah. Why not the first? Because it's a Sunday. That'd be weird. Oh. <laughs> and that's like the week after. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Huh. It's already cool seeing like every time I see a little picture of Coop's bike, his star bike under the rig on Instagram, I'm like, ooh, that's so sick. Yeah. <laughs> they, did they change his two? Uh, the two font looks different than the one he's been running. Maybe. I don't know. Might yeah, I mean that that might make sense to different graphic companies, yeah. Yeah, because that's decor, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh well, he was two when he was at Star, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 But uh, but uh, I was wrong last week when I was like, oh, yeah, it's so sick that Cooper got to run his signature helmet. It wasn't because Mario was a custom painted helmet and had the. Some he ran the signature in practice, though. Did he? Yeah, he had. Okay. No, he, he, yeah, he's went back and forth between both. Okay, because this week, Bell Power Sports mm-hmm. on uh, Instagram kept posting pictures of the custom painted one. That yeah. Had, like, what did the back say? It said like, uh, I said something cheesy on the back. But welcome home or something. Yeah. Homecoming. With the uh, lighthouse. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. On the brow of his uh, replica one, it says Coop twenty three, like all painted up. Oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, that's tight. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah. Twenty three, like two thousand twenty three, not Chase twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Ah oh, man, dude, this week is gonna be gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. Hectic. So I know, right? I'm not looking forward to Sunday, like at all. Um, what is Sunday? The app, the, uh, there's a uh... <laughs> what? Filming? Oh, am I just filming? Oh it's no, fine no, we're Sunday. riding. We're riding. Yeah, yeah no, I'm not I got llama filming. Riding, dude. Yeah, well, why not? That's gonna be sick. It's terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. Because there's no clutch. No, it's gonna be terrifying because there's an after party on Saturday night. I won't be at that. Yeah. Oh, well, dang. I might be. <laughs> you better exercise some restraint. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, I don't race anymore. <laughs> dude, it's your first oh, appearance man. as a uh, as an SML test rider. I guess you're right. Yeah. No, I've been no, I've been a SML test rider for the past what five years. Yeah, I know, but like as a fill, yeah, but a fill, yeah, oh, official, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. You've had a lot of biases depending on who was hooking you up with bikes mm-hmm. at times. Got you. Got you. I, I sure have, yeah. I remember I only did Suzuki shootout or Suzuki <laughs> test. I only did Cowie test. I only did Honda test. Yeah. I only did Yamaha test. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No biasing it here. Are yeah. we gonna, can we talk about Monday's test? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet? Okay. I, I don't think so. Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah i will just so say we're not talking about what we, we're, we're testing on sunday or what no, i mean we're gonna ride the stark varg on sunday it's gonna be fun oh, okay. but the best thing about monday is scrub daddy is testing ken roxon's bike 
Dude, that's so sick. Straight, <laughs> straight off the Coliseum. Like they're gonna clean the track again. Fox. Oh my god, right there. It's gonna be excellent. They're yeah. gonna, he, I told. I gotta tell. Uh, what's his, uh, I gotta tell him bring extra clutch. Souls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotta tell Souls bring a clutch. He's gonna clutch the fuck out of that thing. And then we get yeah. the uh, YZ250 on Tuesday. Oh, I, mean, I saw a couple like, yesterday. Boom, 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 boom. So, so busy. So, yeah, Anton, I, yeah, you didn't reply to my cool. Anton, you didn't oh, reply to my text well, about Friday, about filling my spot that I have to turn down, <laughs> because I say if maybe you don't want to do it, maybe we stick a ray on it. But I'd much rather on the 125. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was when you got that like last week. As all those texts were coming in, uh, my whole schedule for like, hey, you got to be here and then do this and do this for next week was coming together on how busy all of it is. Because yeah, it is nuts how much stuff got all packed in top of three days. Yeah, I don't know uh, why we have to go to the Coliseum Thursday. Yeah, right. To put stickers on our YZ250F. Yeah. Why take, do they do that? Take pictures of it on the track. I don't care if I take pictures of it on the track. Yeah, no, I, I, trust me, because like even on the Friday thing, I'm like, man, that's really cool, but we got a lot of other stuff to do. Yeah, you got to be doing news break and, and yeah, all that. Like it, it is at literal prime time of when I'm my busiest on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. It's... Okay, A Ray, do you want to ride a YZ125 on behalf of Swatmoto Live on the track Friday with Channing Tatum? Yeah, you have to sit on the bike with him though. And and Caitlin. Right, Jenner. Friday at the race. Friday at the race. Yeah, you have to yeah, teach them. Yamaha is having a celebrity ride of sorts, and I mean, I'd have to take it up with HR, but I would love to be right next to Channing Tatum and some O'Neill hardware. Yeah, okay. maybe get him you know? some O'Neill gear. Well, you don't have yeah. to take it up with HR because every time I've texted Daddy Frank, he said anything that SML needs from Ray. Well, if we if we think it's gonna well, you gonna, have to be there Friday know. to babysit your bike anyway. No, no, I don't have to babysit anything. Oh. My, my bike's already gone. My bike's already at Moto Whips. So, yeah. Oh. Anyway, I think it'd be but, a great uh, opportunity uh, for you and the company. Yeah, networking. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. We'll have to talk to Frank. But uh, I mean, think yeah, about I'm probably going to be there Friday uh, anyways. Just handing because, out gear. Um, yeah, see if everything everything's handled out there. Um, you know, just make sure everything's good and, you know, talk to some people out there. But, yeah. Is Juju racing? I have no idea. Hmm. I don't think so. Well, isn't there a Futures? Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah he's pro. Yeah, yeah, he's pro, though. Then why is he not racing? Oh, okay. Never mind. Dude, I felt my heart broken 10 pieces when Vincent Way cased that double. Oh, I'm so glad he's okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't yeah. believe they got Nick to talk during the race. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> dude, that chick that has like Tourette's that moves her hands too much, she's all, yo, Nick, I'll make it quick, you know, because I know you're watching your son racing. And then she asks a 55 second long question. And then another one. Nick answers it and she asks him another question. Yeah. Dude, idiot. Yeah. I don't know. Poor, poor Nick. That was irritating. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm not going to comment. <laughs> but, I mean, I uh, I 
Dude, I, I feel for Kenyon Richards too because freaking. Oh, he's fine, dude. He won in GNCC. Yeah, homeboy raced the GNCC the yeah, next he's, day. He's oh yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. That's like get up, boy, stop faking it, just freaking put it in the van. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, dude. hey, what, what did, did I te- did I text you guys that? I said, damn, he really didn't want to load that van. <laughs> no, <laughs> bro, they went from Ch- they went from Chicago to West Virginia overnight. Oh my god, that's insane, dude. I know, right? Like, how how did they even make it? For one. Too late. I mean, it's like eight hours, but like, wow, man, you really want to race your dirt bike. I like apparently, it. like, apparently he was fine, right? But like, they they were extra cautious with him, I guess, because the crash was so gnarly. But he was still there. Like, they put him on a stretcher and everything. Yeah. It, so I didn't see the crash because they didn't have TVs in the media room, right? But I was walking back to watch the second. 250 moto and then there's like a little kid looking neck brace like neck collar on the stretcher next to the paramedic and i was like wow that's the saddest thing i've ever seen i didn't know they made little neck braces for <laughs> kids like that <laughs> and then oh. max shane ate it and they like didn't get it on camera but then he, he got back up to second because everyone else ate it yeah yeah it was crazy i gotta check uh i gotta check vincent's instagram there's probably some super deep philosophical caption that Nick wrote as Vincent. <laughs> no, I think he writes his Instagram posts now. No. You don't think There's so? There's still way too... <laughs> I really enjoyed the times <laughs> with my family. I don't know. All right. Well, let's wrap this oh, up. We, well, we can't. We got one more thing we got to do. Oh, we got to talk about race tech. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet so, you... I think it's okay to say this because he's all right. I bet you Canyon would have cased that perfectly fine if he had raced at gold valves mm. and not gone over the bars. It would have soaked it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I was thinking is maybe we can invite the race tech guys on Sunday because I, I have to think that suspension clickers and tuning and everything on a electric motorcycle is different, reacts differently. Yeah. You know? I know the bike yeah, because like, what is it like with with the pitch of the bike, right? Like, all of these are question marks for me. Yeah. You know, because on a regular bike with an engine, it it, it has engine braking, and when you get on the gas, like, you know, you, you have the acceleration squat and all that stuff. I, I'm just I'm just curious. Yeah. It'd be good to bring those guys out. Let's call. Them. I'm terrified. I think well, I'm gonna ride the 50 track. I was watching. That. I was watching a. Uh, like a, an arena cross from the UK with like Tommy Searle, Thomas Doe, like all these like pretty big name guys, right? Like doing this arena cross race. Yeah, and in the Thomas 250 Doe, class. They no, like, in the 450. It was in a 450 the 450 class. Because I know that. Yeah, in the 450 class, Thomas Doe got the whole shot on a Stark. Well, yeah. yeah I'm course. not worried of it being slow. I'm worried of it being too fast. Oh, okay. We oh, can yeah. turn it down. Yeah. It's completely customizable with a phone. No, just turn that thing all the way out, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I want to see you ride the 80 horsepower one. Yeah, I do. Too, set actually. at 80. Dude, dude, honestly, I haven't ridden a dirt bike in like, since, I don't know. I don't remember the last time I rode a dirt bike. And I, I don't even know if I remember how to. So this is going to be wild. I'm excited to see you in person. I haven't seen you in a while. I hope it's not like that movie where that guy becomes Santa Claus. And then like overnight, he gains like 60 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he looked little in the last picture I saw on his Instagram. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, you still have the wedding though. You're not you're not 
relaxing yet, huh? No, I'm relaxing. I haven't done a thing. Uh, I haven't rode my mountain bike since I did with you guys. Dude, he hasn't I've even checked out those trails up there yet. You haven't? No, still haven't. No. Oh, not enough. Dude, we've been, like, honestly, it's it's crazy. We've been so busy. Like, like uh, st- still in the process of moving. Like, I came down to get another truckload full of stuff. Um, Jesus. From Kenny Bell's. Um, you know, like, finally got all that stuff out of his house. And then, like, you know, we're doing wedding stuff on the weekend. We're doing like seating charts and you know food and just everything, right? Like figuring that all, all that stuff out and still doing house stuff. And it's just it's been a lot in the past few weeks, but we're we're slowing down. Once we get more, I don't know, out of crazy time, like after the wedding, maybe a few weeks after the wedding, everything will slow down. But it's been pretty pinned, you know, just with her starting a new job, me starting a new job, uh, the move freaking dog the, just everything right we just haven't really had time you know mm-hmm. so it's just it's been kind of trying to keep that that balance but we had to we had to eliminate the dirt bike and the training for a little bit <laughs> okay and, I, and I'm, I'm still in the process of just like i'm just letting myself go and everything you know i mean i'll really back in but i feel like you know everyone has to let themselves go at, at, at you know, some point, Don. Whenever you know, before you found your your mountain biking as a as a you know a frequent hobby, you were you were you know two fifty thick. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so like I, I just you know I just haven't gotten there yet. You know, I'm just I'm still in the in the like in the fuck it mode, right? Like I'm in the let myself go era. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you stop waxing yeah. your back? Dude, I'm so hairy right now. <laughs> dude, I, dude, I'm like a Wolverine. Like, I mean, obviously, like I shave my face to look presentable at, at work, right? But like everything else, dude, like my my legs have never been this hairy in my entire life. Mm. Yeah, you because know, like, dude, you know, most like professional racers or cyclists or you know, they they all shave their legs. Mm. You know, it's, the normal person would be like, "Wow, that's weird," but like, I don't know, it's it's not weird for us guys and. And dude, like I'm looking down at my leg, and I'm, dude, I look like a freaking like dude. Does Samantha yeah. like it? I don't know, man. I I, I could I don't know. <laughs> nice. But all right. Yeah. Well, I think we need to wrap this up. Oh, we'd like to welcome uh, our friend Rich Taylor and X Brand Goggles to the show. They're a new sponsor of the uh, Kickstart podcast, and. Uh, Good times. So hell yeah, RT. Heck yeah, he's like uh, he's my my kind of closest neighbor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, not really like super close, but he's pretty close to me up here. Yeah. What do they say? All champions, or you won't win without X brand, something like that. Champions wear X brand. I thought no. that was their slogan. Don't get dirt in your eye. Oh, don't get there. You go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for uh, listening to the Kickstart podcast and. Uh, We'll talk to you after a wild weekend in Los Angeles.